Welcome, venturers, to another episode of the Venture Maidens podcast. For those of you listening in real time, super duper apologies for the delay. In the past week, I've picked up my life and headed to the great Pacific Northwest. So things have been messy, but now we're back on track. So expect us to return to our regular streams on Twitch every Wednesday. Our winter Patreon packages will be shipping out very soon. And if you haven't heard, next week on January 18th and 19th, the Maidens will be at PodCon. We have our own booth and everything, so come on by. We will be there officially swearing folks into the Sisters of Sorrow. I'll also be sitting on a few panels and a guest for the Broadswords live D&D show on Sunday, so keep your eyes out on social media for those scheduling bits. Anyhow, I've kept you long enough, so I'm going to give you a quick recap of what happened last time, then play you an ad from another great DSPN show, and then we'll get right into it. So, last time on Venture Maidens, our heroes were transported to the Mother's Delta and met with their host, Duke Phineas Albright, aka Captain Finn, who is an excitable man with questionable tastes in decor. They planned their strategy for canvassing the introductory royal party, then rolled out looking fancy as heck. I set up the rules for a wacky social encounter game, then we made it through the first hour of the night. We learned some gossip, chatted with Duke Ravain and Duchess Amalthea, and that's the whole banana. Enjoy the show. Hey you. Yeah. You, listening to the podcast. I bet you like tabletop role-playing games. That's probably why you're listening to a podcast on the Don't Split the Podcast Network. Well, did you know there's a show on this network called Tabletop Babble, where I, James Intracasso, talk to many industry greats and awesome people who play role-playing games about role-playing games. It is great. It's like any conversation you would have at your local friendly game store. I've talked to people like Mike Merles, one of the lead designers of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, Wolfgang Bauer of Cobalt Press, Ruth Tillman, who's done a lot of awesome game design work with Pelgrane Press, and so many others. You can check it out over at don'tsplitthepodcastnetwork.com. Gather round, travelers, to hear our tale. Our heroes continue their night of intrigue at the opening festivities. What secrets will they uncover? Who will they sway to their cause? Do these nobles have something dastardly afoot? Find out in episode 51, The Lion and the Fox, part 2. So now we're going to go to the second hour. So you all can coordinate back together. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we would eventually kind of meet up and be like, hey, this is what happened. Mm -hmm. Out, out, yeah, out, outside. We're all getting some air. Um, Yeah, and all chit chat. Yeah. So what have we, what have we discovered? We got some big secrets. Well, I assume Arnadel tells us the- just empty the purse on the table. We're all just like, <laughs> all right, what'd you get? Yeah, exactly. All right, I got some fuzzy lint, a paper clip, and some gum. <laughs> Here's how we can do this. All right, and yeah. you know, uh, Sawyer, do you want to share what Amalthea told you to everyone? Yeah, that she will prob- hopefully help us out if I come over to her place, and I think she needs me to do something for her. 
Oh, you gotta reach the very top cabinet <laughs> where I got all the silverware. You gotta polish it because you know I'm, I have to open all of her jars. I, for <laughs> exactly, you gotta open jars. Car- this gallon of milk, Grandma. She also <laughs> did mean the colloquial, like you come. I think she meant the Sisters of Sorrow, not just you, oh, okay. Saya specifically. You personally, just right. me. We're gonna have a play date. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks for signing us up for that. <laughs> well, speaking of Lady Amalthea, I heard some people whispering about her retiring super early, and they kind of think it's because of health issues, but that doesn't really check out because she's like a supreme healer, and she's going to be leaving the party about an hour early tonight, you guys. Also. I mean, she is older. Yeah, but it's, like, super weird. Like, the whole tone of the rumor is that it's, like, not normal. Mm-hmm. Like, something's up. Like, there's mm-hmm. something going on. And I, I don't know what it is. She's either sick or planning something or who fucking knows. I mean, she looks like she's 70 years old. God knows how many years that is in a labyrinth. Like, she's probably, like, a well, million you know. years old. <laughs> Good job, Kara. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> Magic. Magic. She's also, like, had a life of, like, a life... Well, I... Got, listen, there's another one. There's another one. Our homie Rowan, Miss, Miss Deidre's husband... Oh, yeah. ...is gonna be sneaking away. The servants, by the way. And you know you can trust, like, what they just know everything. The servants said that he's been sneaking away to the house chapel every night. Are the servants elves? BT-dubs? Uh, some of them are. Not all are of them. They, are they like a ledger or just a mix of other races? Yeah, just a mix of other races. You would actually okay. probably see elves are the least common since Eladrin don't trust elves. Oh, sure. That makes sense. Well, moon elves get along with everybody. Um, she So she's like, all right. Yeah. So tonight he's probably going to, I mean, there's pretty good like suspicion that he's going to sneak away to the chapel again tonight. And it was from the servants. I don't think the, the nobles know. Should we follow him? I could totally follow him. So that would be something for round three to do. Right. Hey. Yeah. I, like, turn over to Aaron, and I'm like, or, well, I mean, do you guys want us all, like, are we splitting up, or do you, like, I look yeah, at Yeah, Aaron, Aaron and Saye, like, you guys should go. You guys are the sneaky types. Sounds good. Yeah. Aaron, I don't, and I, like, hold his face, and you guys see a disgusting, like, PDA of mm-hmm. just, like, I don't want to lose you. Be careful. He's like, I'll, I'll, I'll be okay. I, oh my god, it's a party. Calm down. It's, it's. I mean, how, how bad can one nobleman be? I mean, this is ridiculous. Honey, you've taken down dragons, and I'm equally afraid of these people. Uh, fair enough. No, good point. <laughs> Are you like yeah. nobleborn, Arnie? Aren't you like in the shit? No, my parents were average citizens. I mean, I hung well. out. I went to school with noble kids, but I. I didn't hang out with them. I just sold them drugs and shit. <laughs> I just sold them drugs. Why? I just sold so, them potions and mushrooms. So for this round, uh, we're planning what we're going to do for round two. So where yeah. you guys are going to go, who you're going to see. And just to keep in mind, all the nobles have shifted. So all the social situations, you'll find them in are different at this mm-hmm. point. Okay. Ooh, I want to go talk to Deidre. Okay. Kara wants to just kind of hang back and chill. 
and she's gonna follow kind of Gidget around as she's like, oh wow, everything is so cool and awesome, and try and listen in to some rumors where she can. Okay, so Kara is doing rumors. Glad you guys are doing rumors. It's an excellent choice. <coughs> uh, and Saye, what would you like to do? Well, I think I want to listen to rumors too. Because if you were trying to suggest a threesome with Jeleneth, <laughs> um, I'm going to leave that for you. Real talk, girl. <laughs> okay. That might... Oh, man. I'm going to have to be significantly more drunk for that. <laughs> that's like that's like round three. After after dinner, we're having after dinner aperitifs. She's like, yeah. you, me, Gidget, go back to my place. Your place. Mm-hmm. Probably better. <laughs> Listen, we'll have Listen. a real great time. <laughs> Alright, so Saya and Kara are doing rumors. Alright. And then Arnadel, so we will go ahead and start with you as you're going to find Deirdre. It does not take you very long to find where Deirdre is, since you begin to hear a trumpeting sound and an announcement coming through. The Sarina is present to greet her dearest cousins, Rowan and Deirdre Forellin. Ah! Oh, wow. Oh, neat. So this is coming from, like, the main room. So this would be, like, the great hall of the house, uh, where a bunch of people are kind of surrounded, and you see the Ferellins are now seated. Well, they're not seated. They're walking up to the seated woman who is placed at the front of the room. She is an Eladrin woman. She is the most beautiful woman you have ever seen in your whole life. She is sitting in this chair with this black flowing hair that is literally tipped with gold, like gilded gold, and she wears this crown that looks like, uh, so it's got ten points, like a sun Mm. around her, and she's wearing all white and gold with like delicate sandals as she sits upon this throne, and you see that at her side is a great white cat, Mm. uh, like a lion, just in all white. And you see uh, Rowan and Deirdre are speaking with her now in quiet tones. And since the announcement went away, now the room is filled with music again, and people are beginning to dance in the center of this ballroom space. Oh, very nice. I definitely don't want to interrupt her talking to this arena, because that's kind of the last person that I want to talk to (laughs) or be around. So... I guess I want to just start dancing with Aaron Shadewalker and like, keep, we'll both just kind of keep an eye on when that, that conversation looks like it's going to get broken up. Sure. Or when they kind of start to walk away and we've agreed, we've already like discussed like, all right, how are we going to dismount from this dance gracefully? Mm-hmm. And we've already like, I'll twirl you. And then we'll both just like. Oh man, mm-hmm. how is Aaron handling this whole grand <laughs> shebang? He has been pretty calm so far through this whole thing and uh you kind of like indicate this to him and he he offers a hand uh to step onto the dance floor i bet he's a good dancer that dexterity come on uh, is arnadel a good dancer is a good question Ooh, i think i actually have kind of weirdly high deck i have weirdly high dexterity and yeah, I studied how I've that's something that I would process analytically. So she's probably a little bit mechanical, but she's nailing all of the moves. Mm-hmm. Uh and he he leans in and like you kind of like the music's about to start. He's like, Okay, so I've only got like a waltz, but it's a really good waltz. <laughs> I'm listening to the music. Is it in a three four quarter time signature? Yes. Okay. <laughs> cool. That'll work, babe. That'll that'll work for okay. this one. 
Make a performance check for me. Uh, okay. Can somebody roll for me? Please? Oh, yeah. And add a plus five to that. Oh, Kara should do this, because Kara always got some good rolls. <laughs> should I go ahead? Yeah. That is a whopping three. Plus <laughs> five? So an eight. So you miss the steps. Uh, you're not doing great as you're, like, swinging out. You're like, oh, whoa, but, uh, but Aaron catches you. And he manages to lead you through a good day. He's a surprisingly good dancer. This Walt's crushing it. So much so that even, like, when you stumble over his feet, he kind of just picks you up a little bit. So you don't, like, trip. Yeah, it's not noticeable. Looks like it was on purpose. Yeah, yeah. He's a very good leading dancer. That's very good. Yeah, so he's covering you. God. Can I tell a brief story about my last time dancing with a partner like this? (laughs) Absolutely. This is the venture maintenance. (laughs) He's a man from Louisiana, and he was trying to swing dance with me, and he carried me for a good, like, 10, 15 seconds, but that was all my brain could fathom, it seemed like, and then I started to, like, convulse in laughter, and I slowly collapsed to the floor in laughter, because I couldn't handle anymore. I don't know what happened. My brain short-circuited, and then I was like, thank you, that was enough. Swing dances are hard, friend. That's I had a small panic attack, crumbled to the floor, and vanished. Oh man, I love doing social dances. That's like my fucking jam. So yeah. good at it. I get mad. Don't fucking ask me to dance. The Vienna Waltz, my specialty. I love, I love dancing. You know, I can't say the one thing I'm actually good at. Don't the polka. The polka is so much fun. People are like, oh, polka's dumb. Polka's the most fun dance there is. I was awarded Polka Queen at my college's 2007. That's spectacular. Fucking October. Why don't you talk about that all the time? Right? (laughs) What are you doing with your life if you're not polkaing? I just hate to dance, but apparently I can kill it with polka. Anyway, fun fact about Brittany. Anyway, anyway. Oh, wow. We're done. Okay. uh, Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, and anyway, Aaron is carrying you through this dance and doing great. Super killing it. Uh, it's like he's, you get the feeling he's had to learn how to do this before for a very specific situation. Hmm. Whatever, past lives doesn't matter, doesn't affect me at all. Anyway. Anyway. Eh, uh, <laughs> Compartmentalize. <laughs> Fuck. Doesn't that. bother me. Uh, anyway. Stuff so, way deep down. <laughs> so you do wait eventually for your window, keeping an eye on the throne. Um, and eventually you do see that the Sarina begins to greet other guests. Uh, so the Ferellans kind of make their way off to a snack table. So they're, they're sitting there getting little puff d'oeuvres. pastries. Odorves. Cheese puffs. So we Dovers. <laughs> we, I give him the signal and we like, g- hopefully gracefully whisk ourselves off of the dance mm-hmm. floor over to Deidre and I'm assuming, and Rowan's with her, right? Yeah. Before you yeah. step away, Aaron's like, we should go dancing more. Well, you'll have Aww. to teach me some better moves. Yes, I will. But we should go dancing more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm super down. Okay, let's go. <laughs> anyway, uh, and he gives you a look. And he just kind of smiles. And then, uh, yeah, so you wander off to the snack table. So I'll just kind of like casually walk up and get some snacks and and then like look and maybe do that awkward thing where you kind of like make eye contact. And Mm -hmm. when they make eye contact, I'll be like, oh, um, oh, um. Pardon me, I I uh I I don't believe we we've met before. Um, I I'm Deirdre. 
That's one way to start a conversation. <laughs> oh no, I, I, I know who you are. Um, I'm just, I'm so excited to meet you and uh, Sir Ferellen, Sir Rowan, Duke. Thank you. I, I'm just so excited to meet you guys. Thank you so much for hosting us in your lovely home. It's absolutely stunning. Um, <laughs> Thank you, dear. You are too kind. And Rowan goes, so a moan elf, huh? That's uh, that's pretty uh, rare. What are you, uh, where do you hail from? Oh, um, uh, yes, I, I, there are a few and, uh, there are a few of us and far between. And she, she recalls the most, like, gracious curtsy that she was ever taught. Um, and, like, a formal whatever. And so she, uh, she curtsies and is like, I, I, I hail from Waterdeep. Um, I was a former student of Albin uh, Kelbane at Blackstaff Tower, and uh, and now I'm I'm currently working with the Sisters of Sorrow. Um, it's wonderful to meet you guys, and this is my um, this is my companion, Aaron Shadewalker. Uh, and Aaron steps forward. Uh, pleasure to meet you, Aaron. You have just a great house. I mean, look. Uh, and- <laughs> And Rowan is looking at him like <laughs> Arnold's gonna step in and she's gonna be like, I I heard amazing things about your beautiful children. Are they uh they it's probably too late, they're past their bedtime for the party. Uh and then at this point Deirdre just shoves herself forward. She's like, Well, well, the youngest, you know, he he's uh, <laughs> he's twelve, so he's up, you know, pouting in his room. But uh it's so it's so good to hear that you are a mage as well. My my oldest, Sophia, she is training currently at Phelan, um, aiming after her oh. father, of course. <laughs> oh, what she how old is she? Where is she and what's she studying? Oh, she is studying uh transfiguration <laughs> of all things. Oh my god. That was the hardest class for me. I I had a really hard time in that class. She must be absolutely brilliant if that's what she's deciding to focus her studies on. Oh, yes. nice. well, and Deirdre just like fucking opens up the minute you're like talking about her kids. She'll like keep going on and on. And eventually like you see Rowan and Aaron sort of like are trying to talk to each other. Back and forth. <laughs> Doing the dude thing. Yeah. Aaron's like, so uh, how's the hunting around here? <laughs> How about that local sports team? And Rowan's like, you like, "Oh, you like sunflower seeds?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a callback. Uh, Rowan's like, uh, "Did you see the my game room? You know, dragon." And oh. and Aaron's like, "Oh, killing a dragon, huh? What's that like?" And Rowan's like, <laughs> "Oh, they're doing that thing well, where they're like, but they're like sizing each other up, but also like broing out a little mm-hmm. bit." Yep. So I want to, Arnold's going to just like go in. She's like, oh, I have two younger siblings. You know, just like the whole mm-hmm. like girl, adult girl talk about like family shit. And like, nice. she's going to u- use that angle basically of like, oh man. So I'm just going to summarize basically what Arnadel's angle is with Deidre. Mm-hmm. And then it's genuine and sincere. She actually is really enjoying the conversation with Deidre. But she's going to kind of utilize the whole like, Oh man, like I, I love to, I care so much for this little guy, like a caring and loving things. Oh, at the Sisters of Sorrow, we have all these like children that don't have food and shit. Oh, and the I poor orphans. The poor orphans. The I hear Sarah that, McLaughlin song pay, plays right? in the background. <laughs> and she's gonna. You hold up photos. Arnold's, Some stay 
<laughs> Arnadel's gonna recount the fact that, like, you know, I keep hearing from everybody how, mm-hmm. like, caring you are about the general pop, like, the population and the people that you once ruled mm-hmm. with your prestigious family. Um, I I think that you guys could probably like really help us out by with the you know and she's she's gonna be delicate and kind of indirect with it and just sure keep waiting for like good angles like de- based off of how Deidre responds mm-hmm. yeah so Deirdre will when you start switching the conversation to the sisters of sorrow she gets a lot less sunny and she listens to you and but she does oh well that is of course um a terrible situation. Nobody likes, well, orphans or, or starving children or anything. But, but darling, the Sisters of Sorrows, I, you can't be serious. And all of those people for, from Bastard's Breach, they're criminals. Yeah, they are. They were. And, um, do you guys, okay, I'm, I wish I could fucking remember this line verbatim, but it's from Ever After when Drew Barrymore is talking about, like, you can't, no like, clue. you can't create a, you can't create a criminal and then punish them for how you, like, set them up, basically. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's from Utopia. Don't know the so, quote, but I know what you're trying to yeah. say. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's basically like, oh, but, like, you could be the one to reform them and, like. Make them useful people in society. You can not only be a fabulous mother to your children, but all the children across the land, and they would look (laughs) up to you. And then your beloved from all of your Aladrin, as well as the... For just a hundred gold pieces a month, you can change (laughs) little Timmy's life. Uh, And she she listens, again, very polite. um, but oh, you you can so tell stressful. you can tell as this is happening she's she's you know getting a little bit more steel uh, in her voice and she's like, well, to spend precious earned resources that I and my family have worked for to put in the mouths of people who tarnish not only my reputation but the government, the Sarina who reject everything we stand for, yet still ask for a handout from us. Do you understand how ridiculous this is, darling? And I'm sorry, uh, this Kristoff and his old situation? Clearly some kind of farce. They come here and they demand these things from us and expect us hardworking individuals to give them a free handout? I think not. And I also think we're quite finished here. Rowan? And he oh like God. snaps, snaps over, and um, God, neoliberals the worst. <laughs> yeah, and ta- <laughs> and takes his hand, oh. and I think I'm quite done speaking to this elf. <gasps> Rude. Okay, real quick, I need some help before this scene finishes. Should I fucking call her husband out for sneaking out in front of her, like real? Whoa! No! Like? No! No! Oh, things are only gonna totally, things are only it, gonna go so south. No! No! Crosses, no! 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 It crosses her fucking mind. Oh my god, that's carefully deployed gossip. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. So Arnadel's just like, wow. Okay, and I look over at Aaron, and I'm just like. He's like, let's go dance. Get a, oh my God, get a last good word in. I don't have one for her. Yeah, and she I just, just don't. sweeps off into Damn. into her party. Yeah. You guys should just go do it in one of their rooms. 
<laughs> right on the fucking master bed, just like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> oh my god. I don't think Arnadella would, ha- I, she's not capable of being turned on like that, just like instantly. <laughs> it's not about the sex, it's, it's about ruining something of theirs. <laughs> So come um, in their pillows. Oh god. Oh my god. So she's just going to go dance. She's going to go dance. Yeah. Dance it off. So that was that <laughs> Poor round. Lady Gaga. That didn't go well. Uh <laughs> No. Uh okay. And then so we have some rumors. All right. So Sae, the rumor you collect, a sworn enemy of Ravane is rumored to try and make an assassin assassination attempt <gasps> on his life this very evening. What? So that it- on on his own life? So an assassin is going to kill Ravane. Oh, Ravane. Oh, okay. And that'd be happening in the third round. Fuck. And then Kara, you hear a rumor. Uh, it is rumored that the Drow delegation who was speaking to the Sarina during the first phase. Uh huh. They have since left, but it is rumored that the drow wish to declare their caves under the mountains as an official extension of the plains. So they are officially trying to join the government. What a bunch of kiss asses. Fuck them. So that is what they are rumored to be here petitioning um, to give their lands under the bar- the banner of the Sarina and the plains. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll also give you some extras, just since um, you know that in the delegation that are here, you know there's Arafel, who's the matron mother, her two daughters, who are uh-huh. high priestesses, named Charma and Sabala, and they also have a retinue of four drow male warriors. Mm. Okay. So that is what you are able to gather. She's, uh, yeah, she is sizing up the enemy in her mind, like... How many of these people could I take at one point? That's a lot. Definitely, definitely take all the dudes at once. Yeah, but the, the others gonna need backup. The daughters and the matron mother. It's a, it's an impressive amount. Yeah. Um. You also know that they are staying somewhere. Um. With the Sarina as personal guests. Interesting. Personal guests of the Sarina. You say. Mm-hmm. Julie noted. Logged in the back of the mind. All right. Right. So we rendezvous and share, divulge the things we have learned. Yeah. So we can, we have to save this guy, right? He, he, you were just talking with him. He's, he's, oh, he can help us out. Oh, Ravane? Yeah. Someone's got to be there for him. Yeah. Okay. You go do the sneaking. Did you hear any details about the assassination plot? Uh, I didn't, I don't. Uh, not really. <laughs> All right. Just, just. I'll stick. It's going to happen tonight. All right. So I'm going to try and stick by his side. And, uh, yeah. Valerius, should you stay with, maybe you should hang out with Kara and try and protect Ruben. Um, Sure. Absolutely. Okay. So Kara's going to try and protect Ravane. Mm-hmm. And what else is She's happening? Def- yeah. So also keep in mind, um, do you have those three potential votes yet? Who else do you need to talk to? We have Phineas, the crone. Um, Definitely the, not fucking the, bitch mother. <laughs> <laughs> Deirdre, <laughs> we, if we can provide sol- uh, soldiers, then we have uh, Ravan on our side. Unless he dies feel- tonight. 
Unless he dies. Unless he but dies. I also feel like if I save his life, that's gonna go a long way. Uh, yeah. We, so then we want to talk to, like, maybe, like, one more person. You need one more, so that's Aren't three. you trying to get that one chick laid? Oh, Yeleneth. Whatever her name is. Jeleneth. Jeleneth. <laughs> Jeleneth. Gillette, maybe. But also, Jeleneth. this is, like, the first Jeleneth. day in a month full of events. I feel like we got time, and we should just, I don't know, we should talk to as many people as possible. And gather, or gather as much information as possible, because that's only going to help us later. Don't forget what else is happening during the third round. You've had two rumors. Oh, uh, well, what's his name sneaking off to the fucking... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. I was still going with Aaron to Yeah, to go, to go check that out. Rowan. Sonny is yeah. going to Rowan. Kara is going to Ravine. And then what is Arnadol going to go do? Wait, what are you... You can talk to someone. Or gather more information, whatever. I guess I'll gather more information because I'm like that interaction with what's her name? Teardra was total turn off. Arnadel's just like, wow, fuck this shit. Like, fuck all of this shit. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody. Like, ass wipes. She wants to just, she's just like mad and like <laughs> drinking and stewing. Down to, yeah, she wants to just like listen. And then mad she, and drinking. Good combo. Oh, uh, that's a great combo. Thumbs up. Let's take a break from this intrigue for a moment. If you find the maidens intriguing and will be in Seattle from January 17th to January 21st, then you should come down to PodCon! Celeste and myself, Sage, will be there along with our narrator Paul and resident wizard, Sassy Mike. Tell us what great bars and fun things there are to do while we're there. It's always so great meeting and seeing all of your beautiful faces, and it would brighten our day in the rainy city of Seattle. But alright, I must tell you about the latest and greatest from our faithful sponsor, Cobalt Press. Twelve Peculiar Towers is a collection of 5th edition adventures for characters level 1 to 13 with the theme of, you guessed it, Towers! Within 12 peculiar towers, you will discover the mysteries that lie within. A forest lair of Ravenfolk bandit gang. A magical archive of ancient elven lore. The hideout of a powerful thieves guild master. The stronghold of a sinister blood mage. And eight other distinctive dungeons. Each tower comes with a beautifully illustrated map, including many isometric maps and, of course, plenty of traps, hazards, and enemies to challenge your players. You can get 12 Peculiar Towers in print and PDF today at coboldpress.com. Now then, let's get right back to it. So everybody ready for round three of the social encounter, the third and final round, the third hour? Yes? 
Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's the final countdown. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much going on there. All right. So, Arnadel, you're going to spend your turn. Oh, wait. These notes are wrong. Hang on. All right. Let me roll a d4 and let's see what happens first. Huh? All right. Saye. It's all you. So. Oh, boy. Hmm. <clears throat> So you know that this rumor is reportedly sending you to the house chapel, uh, which is nowhere near the main festivities. It's in a different part of the house. You actually have to go upstairs uh, where there aren't a lot of guests or anything at this point. So you're moving through sort of these abandoned hallways and Aaron is following you uh, and he's like, so do you have any more details on this or we're just... Creeping in this guy's uh, home. I thought you were with Arnadel when you heard this rumor. I I don't really have any more details. I was just coming here because that's what y'all heard. Got it. Okay. Just on a whim then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what we see. I mean, maybe we'll we'll hear some more, more some more gossip just being around the okay. house. Yeah. Uh, and so you're making your way down the hallways to this place where the chapel is reported to be, uh, and I would like you to make a perception check. There's so many papers in front of me today. <laughs> Fifteen. Uh, so just as you round a corner, you see that the set of double doors that are carved and adorned um, with these beautiful symbols, one uh, or two figures, a male and a female figure on either side of the door. One has like the sun above them and the moon, and it's this beautiful carved religious iconography. These doors shut just as you turn around the corner and you hear the sound of a chain clattering and a bolt sound, and then footsteps coming from the other side of the door. Like walking away? Yeah, from the like door? deeper into the room. Okay. Um, I want to sneak up to the door and look through like the crease where the doors meet. Uh, are you trying to be quiet about it? Yes. Go ahead and make a stealth check. Let's look it up first. Okay. Oh. 13. Okay. That was with a plus 8. All right, let me see. Oh. Wow, apparently noble people are terrible at hearing things. Um, So you're fine. Makes sense. <laughs> As you're like creeping Very. by the door and you see that inside it's a small chapel. So there are pews on either side, maybe only like three rows or so. And then there is a big altar uh, and it's set up again with that same iconography of the, the man and the woman, the sun and the moon. Uh, which you have come to recognize as the mother and the father, which are the two key Eladrin gods. Um, of, like, the state religion. Uh, and you see Duke Rowan moving through the aisles towards this sculpture, and uh, he, he like, crosses his hands together, and he seems to be nervously looking around, as if waiting for something. Hmm. Do you want to keep, just keep eyes on him? I'm starting to get the feeling that he has something to do with this assassination, so I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> I think I want to keep an eye on him, yes. Uh, and Aaron looks at you, and he, he gives you, like, finger eyes, and he looks at, like, the the lock on the other side of the door, and he makes, like, a twisting wrist gesture, and, like, a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Um, I, I just put up my palms, and, and it's like, wait, just a hang-on gesture. And you see in his yeah. hand, he had, like, a little tool, and he kind of, like... Puts it away. 
Uh, and then, uh, so you, you watch the Duke for a little bit longer and he begins to pace back and forth. And then all of a sudden there's this huge puff of scarlet smoke that comes from just beyond the other side of the altar. And you see this figure appear. It stands sort of like a human, but it looks like no human you've ever seen. And as this happens, uh, Rowan kind of throws himself back a little bit in surprise, and you see the thing standing in front of him on the other side of the altar. You can't see its full body, but from the waist up, it looks like like if a fox was the size of a human. It's got this long snout and these like gold spectacles that seem to shine on it, and it's got these purple like billowing robes, and it's holding a spell book uh, of some kind. You can just tell by like the arcane runes over it. It's this really thick tome, like what Arnadel carries around. Mm-hmm intriguing and it begins to speak to rowan what language when i listen what languages do you speak common primordial draconic aquan okay i'm gonna say you probably don't know does aaron know uh let me double check to see if aaron knows i want i never really considered how many languages aaron speaks Mm -hmm. uh do you speak sylvan no that fairy tongue So you begin to hear it speak uh, in this language that is very flowing and sounds like the the whisper of the wind through trees. You've heard many people speak it before, including a lot in the Feywilds. Um, You've you've heard Azold speak it before. Hmm. Aaron seems to understand what's happening as uh, they begin to speak back and forth in this language. And go ahead and make an insight check for me. Uh, ten. So you're not exactly sure what's going on here, but uh, Ravain, or Rowan looks really scared, like, speaking to this thing, while this thing just has, like, a deadpan sort of expression. Uh, and then also, it's got, like, this fox face, so it's super hard to tell what, what's even going on here. And Aaron is just, like, eyes on it, like, and he looks over at uh, you, he's like, <laughs> he's making the lockpicking gestures, like, yes, no, like, are we in yeah, on this? and I'm like, I, I mean... Should we? I'm thinking, yeah, it sounds like something's about to happen, no? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at this point, uh, you see Rowan, he drops to his knees and begins to weep in front of this creature that begins to loom over him, like, holding this spell book. Oh, God. Yeah, open the door! Okay, he's like, he's like, he's like, well, well, now in this case, and he, he, like, he stands up and he, <clears throat> he just kicks at the door. Um, like with a loud resounding clatter as he goes and like breaks nice. through it here. And he has his daggers at his side right now. And as he's looking at the thing across the room, it just looks up calmly at both of you and then like smiles and just this elongated smile where you can see all these teeth going back like an alligator. Uh, and Aaron throws a dagger through this thing's head. And as that happens, red scarlet oh, smoke. Shit again and it's gone and rowan is like crying on the floor what the fuck uh and aaron runs over and is like uh what's going on here <laughs> and rowan's like who what are you what are you doing here you should be at the party <laughs> doesn't matter what what just happened <laughs> and then aaron's like there's some kind of what arrangement between the two of you? What was it? it was something about your child? What are you? And and what? Rowan's like, 
looking horrified at both of you. Um, if you want him to talk to you, go ahead and give me some kind of check, be it intimidation or persuasion or- Oh my god, is he selling off his babies to some fey creatures? What the shit? Well, it's all charisma, but here we go. Oh, okay. Well, I rolled a modified 20. Okay. Oh, nice. oh yeah. So uh, what are you doing to get him to, like, come to his senses and, like, tell you? If it has anything to do with your children, we we will do... We, we can help you, basically. Uh, if it's, something's in danger, something's about to happen, we're here. We're ready to help him. <laughs> you... You can't tell my wife. Promise me that. Sure. This... This creature and I had a deal once. I wouldn't be where I am today without its assistance, but now it, it demands too much. I've, I've given all I can for, for money, for power, and I, I have nothing left to give, and now it's, it's threatening my family, and I... Just please, just don't tell her. What? What does it mean? What does it want with your family? What can't you give it? I, I, I don't know, but it, there, there's always something more. Maybe souls, maybe... I don't know, I don't know, but please... Hey, I, I know, I know you need... You need votes, right? The Sisters of Sorrow, right? This charter, uh, I, I can get you that. I can get you that if you take care of this. This for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> so it doesn't really want to... She feels a little bit icky about taking advantage of this guy uh, who's obviously fucked himself over, but still. Uh, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, until we see this bill through, you can get our help afterwards. No, I mean, I, I need you to take care of this soon. Every night it comes back and it needs more and more as soon as possible. It, it needs to be destroyed, otherwise... It, I don't know who, who it's going to hurt next. What is it? How do you expect us to destroy it? It's a, it's a demon of some kind. A fiend that I spoke to. It's, it's been, it's been years. It's been following me. I, I know, I know where it resides in Chastiana, but, and if you can get its true name, you could destroy it. Where do we get its true name? Um, I don't know. If I knew that, I would have taken care of it already. Okay. Uh-huh. You found it where? In Chassiana? That is where its lair is. If you take care of this, I, I can get you anything. Money, resources, just... And don't tell anyone. Well, you don't have to worry about that. Aaron is looking at this dude and, like, shaking his head, like... <laughs> clearly judging him. Yeah. No, Soya <laughs> is too. Uh, good. Well, um, I, and he kind of straightens his, his collar. I must get back to the party, but we shall speak more of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pull yourself together, man. And then I leave the chapel. <laughs> and that, that is your encounter. All right. And then moving along to... Kara. Oh boy. So, you eventually find Ravane. He has now moved out of the game room, um, and he has begun patrolling the garden grounds. It takes you a while to find him. He is standing off, like, at the edge of this 
hedge maze. Uh-huh. And he's standing all by himself, and you see he's kind of just swaying <laughs> gently in the in the night air. Oh, he's got he's got the drunk. He's got the drunk, <laughs> a, a drunking. <laughs> so you find him like this. Oh yeah, so she definitely she goes over and she's like, "Hey, we shouldn't be out here alone in a strange place in a hedge maze at this time of night." You want to go uh, hang out in the nice warm game room and, you know. And he kind of flops. He's like, Kara, have you ever been in love? I, I'm i in love right now. I got a pretty hot girlfriend, let me tell you. So she loves you back. I mean, I, I hope so. She's been around this long. That must be nice to love What's someone your- and have them love you back. What's your deal? And she tries to start kind of like one step at a time, very slowly leading him towards the house. He's like, no, no, I need some air. I need some air. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Hey. Because it's so so nice here. It's so hot in North Point. It's so hot and shitty. I feel you. Let's sit down and enjoy this cool grass. Like, it's so dewy. Ugh, Have it's... you ever thought about what a weird word dewy is? It's great. Dewy. Here. It's, it is great. I mean, what did I do to deserve it, you know? What did I do? I... Wait, so what's this broad's deal? Because you seem like a straight shooter. Anyone who doesn't like you has got to be, you know, crazy. She's the queen of everything. How can I compete well, with that? Whoa, like, the queen of everything? And she, like, gives some eye- Like, raises her eyebrows like, this are you? He raises a flask and drinks from it copiously. I feel you. Women in power. (laughs) Right? Things were going great. She got married. Again. She's a fine babe. I will give you that. (sighs) All I ever did was the right thing. I should stop doing the right thing. (sighs) You know, I think that myself from time to time, oh, I'm doing the right thing, I'm doing the right thing, and then I get fucked for doing the right thing. I try to help a friend to do the right thing, and you you know what that friend does? What? What They they go around and make some other shady deals that are gonna fuck them later and then you gotta be around and be the stable one (laughs) shit and help them out yeah that's yeah and you know i feel you it sucks to do the right thing but someone's gotta fucking do it because (sighs) otherwise this place is all gonna burn to the ground and then you and me and she like pokes him on the chest he looks like surprised when you do that the good people in this world try to do the right thing then we got fucking nothing. If this shit burns, and she motions to everything wildly with this like finger waggling, and she's like playing up drunkenness <laughs> way more than yeah. she is. <laughs> He's following you. Sorry. He's like, if this isn't around, and she motions to everything, then we got nothing. But as long as this still stands, then we can continue to stand for the things that are greater than we are. And that means something, you know? Mm. You know, you're a a good dude. And I see that. 
And you know what? Fuck the Tsarina because she seems like an uppity bitch. No, she's who not. Who don't know a good thing when she she's sees it. She's perfect and beautiful, but I get your point. <laughs> and she, like, clinks a flask with his yeah. and, like... I don't remember your name, but I like you that, a lot. <laughs> that's cool. I'm probably not gonna remember your name. I'm not gonna probably remember a quarter of the people's names yeah, tomorrow. And it was so much better when you didn't know people's names. Uh, yeah! Go ahead and make a perception check for me, Kara. <laughs> hey, 17. Uh, you hear a drawing of a bow from a nearby tree and look up just in time to see that there is an archer clad all in bra- black sitting in a nearby uh-huh. orchard tree trained on Riven right now. And she's like, hey, I'm gonna do something weird right now. And she like throws herself on him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's go ahead and roll initiative. Are you taking an arrow? Oh. I used to be an adventure until I took an arrow to the knee. That is uh, an 18. Okay. You got five? That's about right. <laughs> so drunk. So drunk. Um, An arrow comes flying your way, and you block it just in time, but you feel an arrow sink into your fucking shoulder as you oh, block off. Oh, she gives a... Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and you know that would have been an absolute heart shot. Uh, had you not done that. So go ahead and take nine damage. Gladly. And then Ravane is like, what? You're bleeding! <laughs> it's cool, don't worry about it. And he, he kind of, like, helps stabilize you, and then he, he digs around in his coat and pulls out two uh-huh. daggers. And she's like, I see you, but here... Crazy idea. What if we just go back inside? <laughs> uh, and at this point, there no- <laughs> the archer is going to fire again and try and hit him. She's, yeah, gonna, uh, you know, try and keep an eye on the archer and, like, try and move her way in between the two of mm-hmm. them. Yeah, so right now, just, just in the nature of combat, uh, that is gonna pass through his AC, which is 11. Um, so Ravane takes Ooh. takes a shot in the ribs from this. Oh, fuck. Uh, and he, he kind of just sort of startled screams. Um, and then Kara, it's it's your turn. Kara's like, see what I mean? <laughs> we should go inside. This is okay. We're gonna be fine. We gotta kill that guy. But n- no, 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 no. Mm. We'll kill him tomorrow. <laughs> Right now, you, my friend, are not in good shape for killing people. Do you hear me? We're full of arrows. I'm gonna kill him. It's your turn. What are you doing? And and, and she's gonna just shake her head like, oh my fucking god. Like, this is not the first time that she has done this. (laughs) And she's going to shove him to the ground as, like, I guess, like, her first attack Mm -hmm. to, like, shove attack. (laughs) Yeah. And then she's going to immediately draw her sword and go after the archer with the arrow. Nice. <laughs> so you're like, get down. And he's not even going to roll a check. He's just like, wow, you're strong. <laughs> he <just> like back. <laughs> so he is down and uh, go ahead. And yeah, this archer is only like 20 feet away up in a tree, like five a five foot tree. There aren't like big trees here. It's like an apple tree right. or it's some like shit. Crouched on a hedge. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna 
natural. Time. Holy shit! Yeah, so go ahead, Woo! go ahead, and yeah, roll, roll that. You're, <laughs> don't even roll damage. Tell me how you want to deal with this archer. So she shoves him down, turns, this like mad look in her eyes, is like you're fucking this up for me right now, buddy. Goes like stabs her sword into the tree to like heads her up to his level, and then goes immediately, raises it above her head with both hands, and just slices clean through the middle of him. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so, blood everywhere. All over your nice clothes. Everywhere. Uh, just psh, as you destroy this guy, and you just hear a van go, oh, shit. <laughs> Coming from behind you as you take out this assassin. Um, And he's like, Wow, I think you just saved my life. You're right, I did, because people like us, we look out for each other. Mm. Alright, you have my- And then now I'm gonna search his body to find any sort of identifying mm -hmm. thing about him, any notes, any personal items, like, she's gonna be, like, rummaging through his shit. You know, it is an Aladrin man. Other than that, there is nothing, no clues left. Mm. You also notice that on the body, the tongue had been cut out and healed over. Oh, fuck. Interesting. Duly noted. I want to check his arrows to see if they had been dipped in poison or anything, or if he was just trying to take, like, shots. No poison. Just shots. Okay. All right. Kara's like, I could use some more air. <laughs> and some more drink, but I'm not sure which one I need. <laughs> Drinks. <laughs> drinks! Drinks in the air! Yeah, Ravane says, yeah, from the ground. Let's go find more drinks. Still prone. Uh, so you help him <laughs> out and get him back into the party. You have saved his life. Uh, Alright, and then that was that encounter. So for our final one, uh, we get a rumor. Do, do, do. Okay, so Arnadel, you hear Jalanith? Jalanith? <laughs> Why did I name her that? It's so hard. Uh, Jal uh, is looking for someone... Jal. To enter the grand tournament in her name and win <gasps> to embarrass her cousin, the Sarina. You guys. I was born. <laughs> uh, so, because essentially the decorum of these tournaments, um, everybody declares for the Sarina. That's just the way things are done. They're all winning it in her honor. In her honor. But uh, Jay is looking for someone to... Uh, Mix things up. Win it in I her honor. It. Oh my god, she's so cool. <laughs> uh, so that is the rumor you collect. And with that, we've come to the end of our evening. Uh, so at this point, you all kind of find your ways back together. Um, Azold and Kristoff meet up with all of you looking very tired and much worse for wear. I imagine Azul has, like, her high heel shoes, like, slung over her shoulder. Not yet, but you know the minute they get out of sight of the party, she was absolutely doing that. Yeah, as soon as we get to the carriage, she's like, ah, fuck this shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and you all kind of quietly exit, leave back in the, the carriages the way you came. Uh, let's do a quick summary of what what we know, what we're going after before heading out for the evening. So these votes, you needed to achieve three. What did you get tonight? So I definitely just got Ravane. Ravane. Yeah, mm -hmm. I just saved Ravane's life of uh, BG Dubs. 
So I'm pretty sure we're on good terms. But he also does need something else from you. Yeah. We we need to bring him fresh faces and soldiers to fight off the monsters because everybody tired. Mm-hmm. And they're lacking resources. So he needs some kind of written contract with you all. Uh, and then who else did you get? Uh, Amalfia. Miss mm-hmm. Mother of Crones. Um, we need to go and pay her a visit first to see what she needs from us. And uh, maybe figure out what's up with her health, too. And in the process. And? Rowan. Oh, and uh, Rowan. We have to figure out this demon motherfucker and try and get rid of him and... Some Rumpelstiltskin shit right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you potentially help all three of these people, that's three votes. Uh, with Finn, that would be all the votes you would need. So after tonight, you walk away and kind of share this information, and you all have a pretty good idea of what you're going to be busy doing over the course of the next month, trying to accomplish these tasks and get these votes to get this passed. And that's where we're going to end the episode tonight. So thank you all so much for tuning in as we kind of had this interesting social experience. Um, I had a lot of fun putting this together. I hope you all enjoyed it. And if you hate it, well, too bad. We did it anyway. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was fun. Yeah, um, I had a good time putting it together and all the NPCs. And sorry for my sick voices. All my NPCs are sick. Yeah. Boom. Hey, shout out to the literal fastest fan art I've ever seen. Oh my god, Did you guys check it out. <gasps> Wait, no, what? Sa- sand, sand, at There's Sander Poca does Queen. art on Twitter. Yeah. Art of all the Polka Queen. Oh god, I love it so much. Yep. Uh, click the link. Oh, you're amazing. Thank you. That's pretty, that's pretty bitchin'. <laughs> all right, well, I won't keep everybody else too late. So I have been... Your dungeon master, Celeste Conowich. I have been your moon elf warlock, Arnadella Thill, played by Brittany Quintero. And I, Nassim, have been your human monk, Sayanua. And I'm Sage, and I played Cara Brunilda. Thank you all so much for joining us for this special extra long episode, and we're going to see you after the holidays, after all that craziness, so eventually you'll see our faces again, but... Until then, uh, we hope you all will <gasps> venture, venture away. away. <laughs> venture away, everybody. Lisa Chen, and I host Behold Her, a monthly podcast that shines a spotlight on women in the world of tabletop games. There are so many women to behold in this amazing hobby, and our experiences as female gamers are as diverse as we are as individuals. 
through one-on-one interviews, audio essays, and panel discussions, all centered around a monthly theme. The guests on Beholder share their unique stories as players, game masters, designers, artists, organizers, and so much more. Their words are inspiring, uplifting, and informative. Check out Behold Her Podcast wherever podcasts are found or visit beholdherpodcast.com.